welcome to the 508th episode of Travelers Radio. I'm your host, Dan Schlossberg, along with co-host Mary Ellen Nugent Lee, and we are in the 12th season of Travelers Radio, the show that lets you enjoy the pleasures of travel from the comfort of your armchair. Every week at this time, we talk to people representing destinations, hotels, airlines, railroads, car rental companies, and others in the world of travel and hospitality, from authors and bloggers to broadcasters and publicists. If it's got anything to do with travel, it's got everything to do with Travel Itch Radio. And tonight, we proudly present Caitlin Neal to talk LJ, Georgia. Welcome, Caitlin, to Travel Itch Radio. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. We're glad to have you. First of all, tell us exactly where LJ is. Are you closer to Atlanta or to Chattanooga? Yeah, so we're in the North Georgia Mountains, and we're a little bit closer to Chattanooga than we are to Atlanta. Wasn't LJ a remote area until the Marietta and Northern Georgia Railroad brought in the timber industry? And what's your history like? Yeah, so um, that is true. Whenever the railroad came in in the 1800s, the logging industry boomed. But before that, LJ stayed pretty secluded. Um, LJ is the county seat of Gilmer County as of 1834, and our, our area was mainly uh, settled by Scots-Irish immigrants. Where did the name LJ come from? When was it founded, and why did it lose more than a quarter of its original size? Yeah, so this is fun. So if you ever Google why does Georgia, one of the first things you're going to get is why does Georgia have so many counties? So um, <laughs> LJ, yep, so LJ um, means land of many waters. That's uh, like an Anglicization of a Cherokee word, and that's mostly because the Coosawati River, um, we have three rivers in the area. The confluence of those is the Coosawati River, and it was a major, major tra- training hub for the Cherokee. Um, and the reason that we lost so much of our size is because our area was carved out of Cherokee County, and then later on there was the thinking that a person should be able, like a farmer should be able to leave their farm, go to their county seat, and be back home before sundown. So mm. uh, we got carved out into Gilmer County, what is Gilmer County now, um, and then above us is Fannin County, and below us is Pickens County, but it all used to be Gilmer. I always thought Sasquatch lived in the Pacific Northwest, but maybe not. So what is LJ's connection to the legend of Sasquatch, and how can visitors explore that today? Yeah, so this is fun. If you look at a map of the United States, pretty much anywhere that there are large sections of national forest, there are big Bigfoot sightings. Nobody knows why, but it's a thing that happens. We have a lot of national forests in our area, so we have a lot of Bigfoot sightings, and we actually have a museum called Expedition Bigfoot. It's a really, really fun place to go visit, and, you know, whether you're a true believer or you need some convincing, you're going to have a great time at Expedition Bigfoot. And speaking of Sasquatch, who is definitely a mountain creature, isn't Gilmer County the mountain bike capital of Georgia and home of miles of regionally renowned trails? We sure are. So we're favorably located to the Appalachian Trail, the Ben Hody, and the Benton Mackay Trail. So, you know, for anybody who's an avid hiker, those are some of the biggest uh, trail sections in our region, and uh, we're favorably located to them all. Now, at the border of Gilmore and neighboring Fannin County is Springer Mountain. 
the southern terminus mm-hmm. of the Appalachian Trail. But lots of rumors come from the hills, and legend has that Appalachia's most famous cryptids were moon-eyed people who inhabited Fort Mountain and Bigfoot. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I can tell you a little bit about the moon-eyed people if you'd like, if you know, your listeners have never heard of them. Um, there's a on Fort Mountain, which is uh, just above Gilmer County, there's this big wall. Um, it was built by these people that the Cherokee called the Moon-Eyed People. They said that they had really pale skin, light eyes, and they could see at night. So, you know, we're not really sure what was going on there. We don't know what they built the wall for, but it's there, and you can hike up to it and go look at it and read all about them. Cool. We also hear that most of your territory is protected forest or farmland and therefore home to some unique and unusual agricultural experiences. Tell us about those. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we are a pretty rural destination, and, you know, honestly, we like it that way. We have a lot of, you know, your fun farm experiences like corn mazes, apple orchards. We'll talk about that a little bit more in just a bit, but we actually have a farm store that is on a working farm that has been run by the same family since the early 1800s. So that's pretty neat. That's called Mountain Valley Farm. And we also have some fun things like LJ Mushrooms. Um, They are a mushroom farm and they are opening a farm store up here shortly. Um, It's going to be really fun for families to check out. Besides picking apples and hunting for Sasquatch, what else can visitors do in the great outdoors of Gilbert County? We hear that Carter's Lake, which has nothing to do with Georgia native Jimmy Carter, is the deepest lake in the state, and that the Gannett poplar is the second largest tree in the state. Yeah, absolutely. So, fun fact, Carter's Lake is not named after Jimmy Carter. However, uh, President Carter did have a home here in Gilmer County. The family still owns it. Of course, he's not able to come up and visit anymore. Um, But you can, like, read some stories and see pictures of the cabin online. But, you know, he has a special place in our heart up here because after he left the presidency, he spent a lot of time up here. But Carter's Lake, yes, it's the deepest lake in the state of Georgia and um, a really great place for kayaking, boating, fishing. And then the Gannett poplar is the second largest tree in the state. There, you know, like we talked about earlier, there is a large logging claim in our area. And um, the uh, man was named Gannett. He looked at the poplar, the big poplar, it takes like eight grown men reaching around the tree to go around the base of the tree. And he looked at that tree and said, you know, we, we can't cut that down. It, that is a special tree. So thanks to that, you know, this, this tree was preserved and it is a, it's a pretty beautiful thing to see. And it's just a short uh, little, uh, about a mile out and back hike to see it. So it's definitely a must see if you're in the area. We're talking LJ, Georgia tonight with Caitlin Neal. Now, Caitlin, in popular culture, Georgia will always be the peach state, but we hear that Ella J is known as the apple capital of Georgia. Did it earn that title because it has so many apple orchards? Yes, so we have nine apple orchards spread out throughout our county, and so at a lot of those, you can go pick apples, um, and then a lot of them are just like the traditional farm market. That's kind of where the roots of apple orchards in Gilmer County came from. We're just farm markets. So we have several that are farm markets, several where you can pick apples. And it's just, it's a great time. And that's why we're the apple capital of Georgia. 
Now, besides Apples, isn't L.A.J. also known for its family-owned wineries? Tell us about them, plus the new wineries expanding and opening their tasting rooms. Yeah, so the wine industry in North Georgia is a fairly, like, new thing. In uh, about 2010, like the late, around 2008, 2009, 2010, um, the vineyards were planted. It takes about three years to have a harvest whenever you put grapes in the ground. So in like the early 2010s, our vineyards first started opening. Cartier Vineyards was the first. And now we're up to about 14 in the area. Hmm. And what are some of the events and festivals on the winery's grounds throughout the year, including the Blessing of the Vines this month or Crush Fest and the Grape Stomp Festival later this year? Yeah, the Blessing of the Vines is a really, really great event. Um, Crush Fest, Grape Stomp, that's going to be like, think of the I Love Lucy episode where they're, they're stomping the grapes. Um, you can come and do that in um, a little bit later on in the year at several of the orchards, and they also have orchards, excuse me, the vineyards, and they have um, you know different arts and crafts vendors there as well. A lot of the vineyards do concert series in the summer with a lot of tribute bands, um, you know Bob Dylan. It's pretty good. So um, they do a lot of great events throughout the year and 5Ks also. If you like to run, they have wine 5Ks where you, you run and then they give you wine. Oh, that's so great. Now, you talked yeah. about the vineyards offering music in their tasting rooms and porches throughout the summer, but doesn't L.J. offer lots of musical experiences in your historic downtown all year long? Yeah, absolutely. So we are very, very lucky that we have an amazing um, organization called Gilmer Arts, and they have a dedicated music committee who does a really good job at bringing in class acts Carrie Durham uh, was just here recently, and, you know, they have amazing concerts all throughout the year. Last Christmas, we had the Atlanta Pops, which is an orchestra, <gasps> along with, yes, along with one of the former members of Celtic Woman, so that was fun. Oh, we're talking Ella J. Georgia tonight with Caitlin Neal. Caitlin, we understand that Ella J. has some of the state's best mountain bike trails in the North Georgia mountains. What's the best way to experience them? So if you're traveling from far away and you're not bringing your bikes with you, the first thing that you're going to want to do is go to Carter K Bike Shop. They have bike rentals available. They have three different types of mountain bikes, and they can tell you about the best trails in the area. The, and I'm going to say this wrong, the Amati is a really popular one. And then also Bear Creek Trail, which is the trail that goes to the Gannett Poplar we were talking about earlier. It's also a mountain biking trail, so you can hike and mountain bike that trail. Um, mm. And then we also have a really great place called Mulberry Gap, where it's kind of like an adventure base camp. You can go stay there, and they will shuttle you to Trailhead. What are some of the other outdoor activities visitors to LJ should not miss? Well, of course, apple picking, like we mentioned earlier, um, but then kayaking and hiking and boating are also really popular. Suppose you're not much for the outdoors, but your companion loves a good hike. What would you suggest? Okay, so I would suggest Fall Branch Falls, and this is why. It is kind of like in a um, protected forest area in Cherry Log, and it is 
the drive out to the parking is longer than the hike out to the waterfall, but it's still a beautiful waterfall, so you can see something really pretty without having to do anything too extreme. <laughs> You're listening to Travelage Radio with Dan Schlossberg and Mariella Nugent Lee. Listen to us on iTunes or blogtalkradio.com or check out the archive show anytime on Facebook. And tonight we're talking Elegate, Georgia with Caitlin Neal. Caitlin, Crater Carter's Lake has traditionally been a Memorial Day to Labor Day vacation destination, but is that changing over the past few years? Yeah, absolutely. So it is, you know, in our area in the North Georgia mountains, it gets cold. Sometimes we have snow, but it stays fairly temperate throughout the year compared to, you know, areas like up north. So if the water is not too cold, you can kayak most any time except for in the winter. So you can get a little bit earlier than Memorial Day and a little bit later than Labor Day. But they also, at the um, visitor center, they have a neat kind of like um, small museum. And there's also a dark skies area. Um, so dark skies, if you want to go stargazing, if you live somewhere where you can't really see, see the stars and you want to see some beautiful stars, you can go to their dark skies area and you can stargaze pretty much any time there. Now, Caitlin, how many miles of shoreline does Carter's Lake have? If visitors don't have a boat, can they rent one? Yes, you can absolutely rent boats. You can even um, book guided fishing. So, um, you can, yeah, you can rent a boat and um, you can, you know, get all the fishing supplies and somebody will take you out and show you the best areas of the lake to catch fish. Um, they have a lot of really fun um, boats for families, pontoon boats, and there are 62 miles of shoreline at Carter's Lake. Fantastic. Now, also, are there courses in LJ where golfers can play golf or take lessons? Yeah, we have a really, really great golf course. It's kind of like golfing in the clouds called White Path Golf Course. It is a county-maintained facility, and, uh, you know, they just do a great job giving golfers a good experience out there. So you're definitely going to have a good time when you visit the area if you're a golfer. Mm. And if visitors want to float the Cartier River, how can they experience that in LJ? Yes, so we have two really great um, tubing companies. They can do, you can rent an inner tube or you can rent a kayak, uh, depending on what you want to do. Um, they're called LJ River Outfitters and Cartier River Experience. So you go out to their facilities, pick what you want to do, sign the waiver. They shuttle you to the inlet and then they pick you up at the outlet and then they bring you right back to the facility. So it's a very, very uh, safe way to experience tubing and kayaking on our rivers um, because they do a good job of making sure that the areas that their tubers and kayakers run down, that it's clear there's no trees down, there's no hazards. We're talking tonight with Caitlin Neal about Ella J. Georgia. As a fan of Arnold Ziffel from Green Acres, I was excited <laughs> to hear the fall is famous for pig races in L.A. Tell us more. Oh, my gosh. You have to come see the pig races at Hillcrest Orchards. This is so much fun. It's one of my favorite things to do in the fall. So <laughs> they get these cute little piglets, and they train them to, like, run a race course. And they even swim. They, like, run. They run like a little lap. 
then they run up a ramp, and then they jump into a pool, and they, like, do a little, like, piggy paddle, and they hop out, and they, okay, this is fun. So what they're racing for is an Oreo. Huh? Yes. So, so it's a pork triathlon. Basically, yeah. Yeah, and they're running for Oreos. It's amazing. I would run for Oreos, too. I would run for Oreos. Is it, is it? Is it true that on fall weekends, kids can shoot apples from one of the B.J. Reese Orchard's apple cannons? Oh, yes, that is true. There are a lot of fun activities that you can do at our orchards in the fall. You can shoot apples from the apple cannon. Um, you can watch the pig races. There's, like, a pre-show for the pig race, which is a chicken race. That's fun. Of course, there are petting zoos at the orchards and um, also flower picking at a couple of the orchards now. Okay, I think you kind of preempted the next question, which is where can folks go to have some down-home family fun on the farm in LJ? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run down this list really quick. You can't miss okay. Hillcrest Orchards, BJ Reese Orchards, RNA Orchards, Red Apple Barn. That's where you can pick apples. And then we have, if you're not, you know, necessarily wanting to go pick apples, because, you know, that does draw, like, a pretty big family crowd. If you just want to go get some good apple cider donut or some good apple cider or a slushy, you can go to um, several, or several of our other area orchards as well. So that's going to be Aaron Family Orchards, Mac Aaron Orchards, Pinlands, and Panorama. Okay, we're talking so, LJ, Georgia tonight with Caitlin Neal. Now, Caitlin, what are the different options for lodging in the LJ area? You know, of course, uh, we have hotels, and our hotels are pretty great. We have Spring Hill Suites that's going to open a little bit later this year. But the main draw for LJ is cabins. And it doesn't matter what you're looking for. If you're looking for something with a pool, if you're looking for something that looks like it's from the wow category on Airbnb, if you're looking for luxury, if you're looking for seclusion, if you're looking for water frontage or a mountain view, you can find a cabin. And the best way to do that is going to be looking at, of course, either Airbnb or we also have a lot of really great um, cabin management companies. And that's really good because they have employees that are really responsive to, you know, anything that you might need while you're here. Fantastic. And they say if you come to LJ, you should come ready to eat. What are some of your signature foods and bakery items? Yeah, absolutely. So um, Colonel Cole's Barbecue is a really famous uh, barbecue restaurant in East LJ. They have the, the Pig Hill of Fame that has, like, a bunch of different, like, little cutout pigs that people have signed their names on. They have the Pig Mobile. It's really, really cute. Um, Colonel Poole, the namesake of Poole's Barbecue, uh, passed away not that long ago, but uh, it was bought by another family who has been, you know, lovingly carrying on the tradition, and that's really good to see. Um, Pink Pig is another classic in the Cherry Log area, so if you're going to Expedition Bigfoot or Fall Branch Falls, you definitely want to go there, get the Alice potatoes. You can look it up, but just trust me, it's like one of my favorite things. <laughs> um, Mr. Peas and the Chili Dog are really, really great classics if you want just like a good burger or um, a good breakfast biscuit. The Chili Dog has cinnamon rolls that are the size of my hand. It's amazing. And then, of course, you know, we have some 
newer dining options that are really great too. Um, we have a restaurant that just opened recently. I had lunch there today called Bev Diner. Um, it is a burger joint. Um, the couple that owns it, Tara and Abby, they own another restaurant called The Shack, which is Asian fusion. Think like ramen, poke bowls, things like that. But back at Bev Diner, I'm just I'm going to plug this because I have to see somebody eat this. Like they have this this burger challenge. It's a four pound burger. It's a Ooh. quarter pound of cheese, quarter pound of bacon, eight eggs, custom baked bun that is baked by High Mountain Bakery, which is a great bakery in the area. Um, I have to see somebody eat that. They just recently opened, so nobody's done it yet, but somebody needs to. And then, yes, we do have um, some great bakeries that have opened recently. Um, Arlo's Bakery is really famous for their bagels that they bake on Fridays and Saturdays. And then a Little Baked Bakery, which is downtown, has a tea room. Um, they do, like, special, like, high teas, so that's really fun. Mm -hmm. And then we have some really great um, coffee places as well. Doss Coffee House and LJ Coffee House are really, really good if you're a good coffee and baked good for breakfast type person. So is it true that the menu of some of these barbecue places features the losers and the pig races? <laughs> no. What? No. No, 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 no. <laughs> Dan. No, Dan. <laughs> that? I couldn't resist, Caitlin. Sorry. It's fine. Okay. How do most visitors get to LJ, and where does your major clientele come from? Yeah, so we we do have very small uh, local airport that some people do fly into, but we are really a drive market. So um, most people. Um, I would say that the majority of people who visit LJ are either from Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, or Alabama. But we're a drive market. Well, what would be the hub airport for out-of-towners, and can people take the train to LJ? Oh, Dan, I would love it if people could take the train, but unfortunately our uh, rails are most mostly decommissioned. Um, trains do come through every now and then for like a redirect route. Um, but I'll say this, if you do want to see the train depot in LJ, you can go down and you can eat at the Cajun Depot restaurant. It is right on the tracks and it overlooks the historic train depot. So if you're like a train person, that's going to be the place you want to see it. And if you want to fly, most people do fly in from Hartsfield-Jackson. Um, that is definitely the most common but people can also fly in from Chattanooga as well if you prefer a more low-key airport. Okay. Is there anything that we haven't asked, Caitlin, that you'd like to add? I'm sure there's a lot. Oh, my gosh. There is, there is so much that we could talk about, but I'll just say this. You know, Ella J is a really special place. Um, we are pretty much the beginning of the Appalachian Mountains in the South. So if you want something, if you want to experience Georgia, but you want to experience something that is a little bit different, you know, you have to come see us, spend some time with us. Um, and, you know, Dan, I know that you're a big Braves fan. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> you. Yeah, we were talking about it earlier. Um, you, If you're a big Braves fan, I'll just add this for you, you have to go hang out at 
um, LJ Cigars, their owner Davis, might be able to give you like a run for your money in terms of Braves fandom. He 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 loves the Braves, so come and see us. Go there and watch a Braves game, and um, you know we we just love welcoming people to our beautiful area and sharing it and sharing all the things that make a destination that is truly like intentional about staying rural and staying, you know, connected to the outdoors and preserving the outdoors, we would love to see you. What is Expedition Bigfoot? Oh, the Bigfoot Museum. Aha, uh-huh. let's talk about that. Yeah, so um, the Bigfoot Museum, uh, which I touched on a little bit earlier, so that is, it, I mean, it's a Bigfoot Museum. It's It's pretty neat. They have Artifacts, they have recorded firsthand accounts of people who have, you know, come in contact with Bigfoot, and they have an awesome gift shop. Whenever we were there last time, I bought, like, a stuffed Bigfoot with a bow to put in my office. Um, She's adorable. I love it. Um, And, I mean, Expedition Bigfoot, it's really, it's it's fun. It's a must-see. I don't care if you believe in Bigfoot or not. You have to go out and see Expedition Bigfoot, and sometimes, sometimes. If you follow them on Facebook, sometimes they do Bigfoot hunts. Hmm. So you've got to go follow to them on the Facebook. Size 12 sneakers I bought yesterday, right? Uh, well, I mean, they could be looking for you. I don't know. <laughs> but, okay, yeah, I know. So. Guest tonight has been Kate O'Neill of LJ, Georgia. Thank you so much for being our guest and being such a good sport on Travelers Radio. How do listeners learn more about LJ? Yeah, so if you want to know more about LJ, you can visit our website, picklj.com. Um, you can find all sorts of great information on our website, or if you wanted to follow us on social media, we are at PickLJ on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, pretty much anywhere you look on social media, you'll find us at PickLJ. I'm so glad you came on because before I met you, at IPW24 in San Antonio, I had no idea about anything in LJ. So thank you so much for letting our readers know and letting us know. Really appreciate that. Yes. Yes, of course. Thanks for having me. It was a great time. Okay, thank you. And now that the baseball season is more than two months old and we've passed the one-third mark, there's nothing better for off days or rain delays than a good baseball book. Like my latest, Baseball's Memorable Misses an unabashed look at baseball's craziest zeros. The funniest and most unusual baseball book of the year is an illustrated and entertaining paperback, just $14.99 at your bookstore or even less from Amazon.com. Order today. You can still get it in time for Father's Day. Look for Sandy Mm. Colfax and Joe DiMaggio on the cover. Such a deal? Get it tonight. And that's it for this edition of Travel It's Radio. Next week, same time, same station, we'll travel to Boston where we'll hear about plans for July 4th festivities to kick off summer in that historic city. Now, this is Dan Schlossberg along with Mary Ellen Nugent Lee saying thank you for your time this time. Until next time, good night and stay safe. Mm-hmm.